three, three, two, two one. Hello, and welcome to Smyrna Sparrow Filmcast. I'm your host, Justin Boyles. I'm your co-host, Elliot Botzel. And today we'll be talking about the classic film, Casablanca. Now, let's just get a summary of those for the people that haven't watched this uh, black and white film. What basically happens here? It's all about is that it takes place during World War II, and it takes place in a neutral zone called Casablanca. This is where um, anyone who's trying to escape occupied From France. Nazi, yeah, occupied France, which is occupied by Nazi Germany because it's World War II. And in order to get, and in order to actually leave the country and go to it, like America, you get to go through Africa, Egypt. I forget the full amount of places, but I know you gotta go through a lot of. Yeah, you gotta go through a lot of stuff. Also, you need a visa. Very important. It's, it's a plot point. Yeah, you need to get you need to get an exit visa in order to actually leave the country. So, um, all right. So it takes it takes place in this saloon that's owned by a wealthy American named Rick. Now, the reason in the beginning he seems uh, heartbroken and cold, he never sticks his net out for anyone. The reason is that is because his, uh, his love of his life broke up with him in France. So when the Nazis were invading Paris, they barely knew each other, but they, for some reason, fell in love with each other. And after that happens, they, she decided to leave him for her husband, who she thought was dead, but turned out was still alive. So a heartbroken Rick started his journey to Casablanca. And so then he and his, and his friend Sam, the pianist, they just open a saloon, and it, it's literally just a neutral zone full of people who gamble. It was, it was illegal during that time. Mm-hmm. And then that's when these two people, Victor Laszlo and Miss Ilsa, come in. Because they just they are staying while, while they wait for their visas to be... Um, while they wait, wait to get their visas. Obviously, the best place to go is Rick's Saloon Bar, which does yeah. opens up the whole past story of Rick um, and Ilsa and why, you know, why everything is the way it was. So everything's the way it was because this man, this girl's husband had a strat and didn't write to her for an entire three years. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, that's what you're hearing. Wow. As, this is as, Victor, as Victor was going to the under, underground meeting for the um, Viva La France, I forget the full term, but it's the Free French Movement. Yes, and Elsa stays in Rick's and Rick's bar while Rick goes up to her. They had this like, spectacular meeting. Let me tell you that much. It was, it was heart wrenching. It just made you want to cry because it was so emotion. mushy. It was mushy. But then we all realized <laughs> that then she just pulls out a strap and says, "Give me the transit letter." And we're like, yeah. "Whoa, okay, like, whoa, well, okay." So this man has the strap. So just basically. It ends up getting the translators. Rick's like, okay, this is major right here. This next, I'm pulls out the fucking strap. Oh, I can't say that. Uh, pulls out the. <laughs> so he's like, I, I see this major right here. I'm gonna pull out the strap. He levers the strap to his face. It's like, hey, let my people through. And then I like, dude, chill. It's, it's just, it's just a visa. What the f- your problem? So and, let the people through. And what happens to... is he makes this, de- he makes this devilish plan. That way to fake Lazo's arrest so that they can get a plane that goes to America to spread spread the the horror the horror of the Nazis. While that happens, mm-hmm. Major Strasser, the main villain of the whole movie, who is obviously one of the ma- majors in Nazi regiment, Nazi Third Reich, what happens yes. is as he tries to stop the plane, 
Rick just put somehow pulls out the strap and just let it bang on him, and he's dead. <laughs> um, what's his name? Rick and his buddy, the chief. It was like the chief of police. I forget his full name. It's something like for- that. But he has, I don't remember he has, that. He has this bitchy water, which is Nazi water. He t- he pours the glass and dumps the whole bottle in there, symbolizing that America should not be a neutral party and should join the Allies into defeating the Nazis. This whole movie is a big symbolism. Yep, it's all one big symbolism, like most 1940s films. But does that make it a good film, Justin? Not necessarily. You may have some fancy-smancy symbolism, but it all depends on the plot, characters, and the motives of each character. And what would you say about these characters? I have to say I love the character of Rick. At least in the first act. First and third act, I loved him. He was he was just... It just reminds me for some reason of the time, like the Mafia. Mm-hmm. Of his, his, his just his stone-cold, neutral, just, he is just quick, witty, and also clever. Quick, witty, and heartbroken because of Act 1. You think he's a decent character. He, his entire character arc is literally, oh, boo I got my heart broken. I better do this this BS and uh, be completely stone cold until I see the love of my life walk back in and then get even more heartbroken. That's not a good character design. That is literally, like, a perfect example of a flawed character. And his only redeeming factor is that he's going to switch as a good guy act three or act two when he rescues those the, the couple. Does this necessarily mean his character is good? Not, I mean, it may not be good as in like, a, if you look at that perspective, but if you like to connect to it, you know, be relative to the fans and be like, hey, I think he's cool. I think he's this and that. Then that's where I think he's a cool character. He may not be good in, you know, good in written form, but when they executed his role, Brilliant. I love who played for him. Mm-hmm. So, overall ratings, what would you give this film, Justin? Now, I normally do it out of a, you know, should we do, what rating should we do? Let's, out of 10 or out of 5? Let's do a solid 10. Let's do a solid 10. 7.5. I was going to give it a solid 7 out of 10. It's not bad for the times. I can understand why people would love this film. But to, to modern standard, it does not hold nearly the way it did when it came out back in the day. However, it is definitely a very influential film. Still to this day, it just doesn't hold much value. Well, it doesn't hold... I'm gonna go it doesn't hold much value okay. now because we know what happens after the war. During the time, yes. the war was still going on. I was going to say it doesn't hold much value now because the characters and the theme really doesn't hold as much impact because we know how the war ends. And let's be honest, it's in black and white. Nothing wrong with that, but it's just... Yeah, black and white, you know, we don't like the... We're too, I can't we're say too, that. We're too accustomed to the color now. To to the, our privileged colored. But we if, cannot stand black and white. If you, however, are colorblind, you may enjoy anything black and white, because you're stuck with that. And we're uh. sorry, but guess what? Sometimes, uh-huh. everybody do be like that. It really do be like that, you know. But I think that's a great, great way to end our first Casablanca review, our film, our feral film cast. What do you have to say to people, Justin? We hope to see you guys next time for our next episode of Smyrna's Feral Film Cast, where we will dig deep into the classic movie Citizen Kane.
This is Smyrna Feral Filmcast signing off. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's that's a wrap. Cash money. That, that's a wrap for y'all. <laughs> keep this part in. Gotta keep this part in. Wrap this up. Go part ways for the day. What's yeah, the call sure here? Are. Thank you for listening to the Smyrna Feral's Filmcast episode. We will come back with another episode probably with a Q&A because why not? Learn about the... the <laughs> Q&A? Learn about the creators of... Learn about the creators of, of, the, of the whole... And maybe one hmm. day we'll make a, a bigger podcast that you can listen to that's now about just films. It could be about, be about anything and everything. Hmm. Politics, memes, banter. Mainly memes. Actually, just, yeah, memes and drama. That's that's something I'm 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 keen on. Memes and drama. There we go. The memes we, we and can, drama. We, we can <laughs> Smurner's gospel. We're gonna I guarantee have one viewer because their teacher's gonna watch this. So you know, shout outs to teach. Shout out to Miss Kanicki for listening to shout this, out Miss to, to this podcast right here. Who wish it was gonna be just Justin doing it, but I think as long as it allows me and Ellie to do it. <laughs> 